that moderator, 6'1", 215 pounds, from the bayou, DJ Boogie. At center, 6'3", 170 pounds, dripping wet, the master of the one-liner, Sports Plug Russ. And analyst, 6'2", 220 pounds. Okay, bot didn't go... Okay, that was our intro got cut short, but I don't know what happened there. But he yeah. and say, "Hey, I don't even know what to do right there." It just break yeah. the silence. I yeah, I was, <laughs> I was sitting there. I was like, "Man, what the hell?" And then I said, "Oh, the bot just cut out." Oh, All right. sports sushi is presented by Gradwick. Our friends at Gradwick are building a team to break up the Hollywood established control of key access points. Gradwick is an artist and audience-owned studio system designed to provide creators ethical finances, marketing, and distribution on their terms. Join the Gradwork Discord today and tell us what you're creating. We are live on the Twitter platform. If you are listening, Twitter is under our Sports Sushi handle. It's all one word, Sports Sushi. If you're listening to our Twitter and want to join us on our Discord, click the link under the bio. Bio. Fucking bio. You're from Louisiana for real. <laughs> yeah. That nigga said click the link under the bio, nigga. Bayou. Yeah, you know, uh, so <laughs> scoop some crawfish up while you're yeah. Get in the crawfish. You go I'm have saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, man, if you want to come in, chime in, talk with us, hit the link, fuck with us. We got a lot lined up today for our sports our show for Sports Sushi, but before we get into that, man, I am moderator and one of the hosts for this this evening, DJ Slow Boogie. I'm here with my two boys, Sterling. What's up, Sterling? You, you got something? Yo, no, nah, man. It's, a, it's You know what's up, though? I'm ready, man. Been, I've been waiting for this one. This is going to be a good show tonight. And we got my boy, Sports Plug Russ, the infamous Sports Plug Russ. How you feeling today, Russ? Why I got this? You got to be infamous because you are infamous. I am. Yeah, no, you, you, you have many monikers, my boy. That's one thing I will say. You know what? In the, in the words of the great Will Ferrell, it gets the people going. And fuck it. <laughs> Today's Sports Plug Russ is brought to you by some sort of Canadian whiskey. Holla oh, Lord Maybe you can sponsor me. Let's get it. Canadians do got some good Whiskey, man. I don't say that. Yes, they do, especially when they blend it. Hey, hold up. Do we have a sport? Do we have the uh, the uh, the sushi board? No, 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 not yet. We have, ah! we, have every, we have all that set up for next week because we got a lot of oh, stuff. This, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming for next week. Uh, Some shit for y'all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So I'll look at some, yeah, I'll look at this. I'll look at this over there. I was like this. I said, "Oh shit, man, this is gonna be wild." All right, but we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start off with the NB. So everybody knows by now that KD has announced his trade, announced his requested a trade from the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Nobody knows if it's for sure, if it's just smoke, or you, we don't know what's really going on. But uh, reports have came out. I think as of earlier this week, or maybe late last week, I can't remember. The Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets are in trade talks over KD. So let me go ahead and just pull up some details on this on this trade here. All right, so they want the, the details. Oh, go ahead. You know what, Russ? Oh no, I was just going. I was just going to say I got the, the Nets want way too thick. Should not yeah. give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> so these people know how. So basically, the the Nets requested. Brown, white, and multiple draft picks. And then they was like, you know what? Fuck that. We want smart, 
another player, a wing player, and we want some more picks. Your son. Nigga, that's yeah, and, and, yeah and, and your firstborn. So, like, what the fuck? They they want the king's ransom for for the snake. Even kings are looking at that and saying, oh, nigga, that's a lot, nigga. That's a, <laughs> that's a god's ransom. That's a lot of shit, man. That's a lot. Hey, KD is cold, but that nigga's not worth all of that. No. And I'm just going to say it. Nope. So you feel that the asking price is far too high, is what you're saying? Nigga, far yeah. too high. That nigga asked for three limbs and a baby. Like, bro, arms, <laughs> legs. <laughs> nigga said, like, nah, bro, no. Nah. He's, he's over 30? Y'all know what it is, man. Once you get over 30, you can still be cold, but you're going to be where you at. Because I ain't trading youth for you. Rudy Gobert, like, I think all of this, Danny Age is the fucking joker. All of this comes because Danny Age is able to go around and fleece motherfuckers left and right. And other people are like, ooh, I want to do that too. You can't fleece somebody already. The other person's got fluced. Everybody else is going to see it coming. Y'all think I just made up a word, but yeah, everybody else gonna see it coming. So Danny Ainge got all them picks and all that shit for Rudy Gobert, but I'll say this though. Rudy Gobert does not have a serious injury like KD, if I'm not mistaken. And he's younger, if I'm not mistaken. And he's probably the best at what he can do in the NBA, which is guard the rim. If y'all know a better rim protector, please correct me. He said, let me know. Sterling, what you got? Yeah, the fact that the Nets are still trying to fleece these people, man, it's sad because I don't know if it's one of those things where they're trying to use the summer as to, to pull the wool over somebody's eyes and then get a trade going maybe during the season. But the shit they're trying now, and then you got to be mad at the Celtics too, man, because you got a young superstar and Jalen Brown. Why would you do that? Like, why would you mess up? You got a good young core. You just got Malcolm Brogdon. Preach. Like, why would you do that? It just don't make sense, man, from roster construct. And they, and the thing is, they knew that the Nets' asking price was outrageous just due to the rumors. And so just think if we know, they got to know because they're in it. You know what I'm saying? So mm. the fact that they would do that just doesn't make sense. And this is not the first time that Jalen Brown has voiced his frustration with the organization. He, during the playoffs, he aimed it at the fans. He's aimed it at the front office. Now, I know money talks, and that's the end-all, be-all, but Jalen Brown is the smartest person in the league. This dude is not stupid, and I don't think he's just going to sign anywhere just for an amount of money. I think he really wants to have a vested interest in the community and so forth. So the fact that the Celtics are doing this is just, it's just beyond me. It's just stupid as hell. No, I agree. And like, <clears throat> another thing from your standpoint, we just swept this nigga, bro. Like, you want to trade me for this guy and we just swept him? I don't, I, even though we all know how good, no, nah, we all know how good KD is, but that's disrespectful as fuck. Sterling, if we was all, if me, you, Boogie, and everybody, we was all on the team and we just swept some niggas and then in the summer, we said, Sterling, yeah, we're going to trade you for that nigga on that team that we swept because that nigga might be one of the greats, but uh, he better than you. You'd look it up me and be like, man, fuck you. You might be yeah. like, man, go ahead, trade me, bro. So I just, I think that, I think it's, it is business because you, like, it's KD and you want to go fishing. I do agree that that's one team that probably shouldn't have gone that route. And then when they do, it just goes far into the whole, like, why are you trying to make Jason Tatum a facilitator? Like, it just, and then you can say, oh, we got Malcolm Brogdon, but it, eh. Nah, it doesn't even, yeah, like, it doesn't make sense to give up all that when right now the team that you have just got better and y'all went to the finals. Yeah, it just, I, I don't think the, I don't think the Boston Celtics should do it. And I think that KD, Kyrie, the Nets, quote unquote brass, need to go somewhere, sit down at this point, sit down and say, what the fuck is it, bro? 
And when he looks at them in their eyes and says, I want y'all to give Kyrie a contract. You can look him and Kyrie in the eye and say, bro, we can't do that with the way you acted last year. Real nigga shit. Like, I know they can't say that exact phrase, but something to that effect. Come on, Kyrie. Would you pay you? Like, have a real conversation, bro, and then say, but we y'all could win a championship. Honestly, if y'all stop all this bullshit, y'all could win a championship here with Ben Simmons. Y'all could do that. Or, like, we could continue this bullshit back and forth over a power struggle that really shouldn't exist. I own the team. He manages the team. Y'all niggas are very valuable assets that we need to play basketball on the court. Let's get this shit done. And then at the end of the year or midway through the year, Kyrie, if you feeling like you getting the shit done and you're playing, then we might look at a contract, an extension. If you want to test for agency, shit. You do that, and we'll be a bitter in it. KD, nigga, you done signed a contract. You locked in for the next four years. Like, be an adult. Stay. Like, all this team hopping needs to stop. Like, we want you to be great, so we gonna help you be great, nigga, by making you stay. Like, they need to stay. They not, but they do. This is some childish shit. Speaking of a team hopping, it could give us a good segue. Draymond Green, the the football player Hooper's Dream, uh, ended up... <laughs> He ended up uh, uh, demanding a max deal. That, like I said, he's every football player that 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 wanted to hoop, and he bro. achieved the pinnacle, dog. The crazy is thing that. is, bro. The crazy thing is that nigga trash on the gridiron. Yeah, that's the funniest thing ever. It is yeah, yeah, he is yeah. trash. Not trash at basketball, but go ahead and finish because I'm about to say what I got. Or Sterling, you could jump it off, but go ahead and finish. But, yeah, he wants a max deal, and he's saying that he's willing to leave Golden State behind it. Sterling is a cap. Is this shit cap? Or... New era. This nigga done lost his motherfucking mind, bro. <laughs> he done straight lost his motherfucking mind. Man, Draymond, look, I, I, Draymond, like, the fact that you saying this is just, is ass a 10. Like, in the words <laughs> of Stephen A. Smith, is ass a 10. Draymond Green, from a defensive standpoint, early, this nigga is 32 years old right now. He's, he, 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 let me tell you, since 2019, since 2018, this man is average. 7.4, 8 points a game, 7.0, 7.5. He's never shot over 30 in the last five years, over 30%. And he hasn't had a double-digit rebound season his entire fucking career. So, mm-hmm. nigga, what is you a super max of? Mediocrity? Bro, you know what? And most people would say, damn, Sterling. But I'm saying, like, and I'm going to be the voice of, like, call this me. This nigga's a 7-7-7. Seven, seven, and seven. That's what he averages, bro. 7-7-7. Yeah. Seven, seven, seven. And the only time that wins <laughs> is on a slot machine, my nigga. I'm Jack not five, baby. Hey, bro. Jack, bro. No, I enjoy my... He didn't even... Hey, Russ, he ain't even light-skinned, bro. He can't even no, be pulling it like hey, nah, hey, if you trade him, you got to... <laughs> hey, man, you got to throw one of us in there, bro. We are needed. <laughs> yeah, hey, you ain't got one of me and my niggas in the trade. That hoe going to fail, bro. I swear to God. He's going to throw light skin Bro, hey, that we sometimes we tip the scales. You better talk to Seth Curry, nigga. Tip can we put, the hey, scales, can we nigga. put that on a sports sushi shirt, bro? Of course. Hey, gotta, hey light skins and clean. <laughs> hey, uh, ain't, ain't no trade it. if you ain't got. If, if, ain't no trade if it ain't no light skin, bro. Hey, it's not. Yeah. It's not. The trade will fall apart. The nigga just won't work. You got to put one of us in that bitch. Hey, look. <laughs> ask to Tobias Harris, nigga. Hey, niggas looking for John Collins right now. Speaking of John Collins. Like, no. Okay, so when you look at, like, his position, power forward, the top, like, 10 people that are, like, in his position or whatever, to contract-wise. Like, he's getting paid more than the two guys you probably expect to get paid more, which is John Collins and Julius Randle. I'll give you that. Even though Julius Randle can play 
Actually, you know what? Would I you rather know. have Julius? No, no, I would because let's be honest. You know what? Fuck the other shit. Let's be completely fucking honest. Yes, he's the heart and soul. Number one, I would just ask Steph, do you need this nigga? If, if Steph said yes, then I would not. I would ask Steph because Steph deserves it because Steph is the shit. And Steph is an all-time great. So if Steph says, yo, pay him because he keeps everybody else off my fucking back, then I would say, okay, I'll bite the bullet and I'll pay him, but y'all niggas need to win some more ships for me. No bullshit. But if Steph was like, trade him, no, nigga, like you said, 7-7-7, seven, 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 you can find someone more athletic who can shoot better and play defense at that position. Now, is he smart? Yes. Is he great? Yes. Did he run the point forward for a while? Yes. But is he replaceable? Holy shit, yes. Fuck yes. Yeah, Jenny... That just if you want to put before the, the word yes, yes, like him asking, but this is asking for a max, bro. No, like you again, sit with the team and say, Look, man, I'm super valuable to the team, but on y'all side, I'm not worth the max. Like everybody that's getting paid in the top 10 is like a top, is a top three contributor in like points, assists, and everything in the team. They're not a seven, seven, seven type of person. He asking to get paid like Pascal Siakam or Tobias Harris or, no. All right, fellas. So here's what is the max deal? What's, what is the max? Here's what I got for you. Here's what I got for you. So here are the top 10 players in the NBA on Supermax contracts. So Steph Curry is number one. Okay. Damian Lillard is number two. Giannis is number three. Rudy Gobert is on the Supermax. Joel Embiid. Luca. You got your boy. Damn, Russell is on the Supermax. That's trash, bro. They, they did that shit a while ago, though. They just... Yeah, they he's on the... Jokic. And you know who... And surprisingly, he's on this list is John Wall, bro. It's not too surprising because before he got hurt and it was him and Bill in Washington, that was a... For sure. So I, 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 but, I understand him. And I understand Russ, too. He averages triple-double. He can't... I forget. It wasn't them that... Who gave him that big contract? Was it the Rockets? No. no, the Wizards gave him Wizard, that Wizard contract. Did. So yeah. the fact that you already got Curry on one, if you're going to pay somebody, start split that contract in half, pay Wiseman and Jordan Poole. Yeah, but you, you know can't pay just if any team. You can't pay a guy doing with Draymond. Yeah. Find he something else. He's way yeah, past like, his prime. And for what he does, find something else that you want, Draymond. Ask them niggas for a car or something because now you're not worth a max contract. And for him to say, I'll go to another team, bye, go. If you really want to leave, nigga. The fact that he threatened that, bro, that to yes. me, that says a lot. That says a lot. I, nigga, bro. podcaster before you're an NBA player. I'm sorry, bro. bro. He is a podcaster now. And a good one. And a great yeah. one. The nigga's yeah. awesome. But for him to ask for a max deal and to look at somebody like take it or leave it, yeah, nigga, I'ma leave it. Where's the exit door? I'm I'm going to leave it because no, man, you ain't no ain't no amount of emotion worth seven seven and seven, <laughs> nigga. No, stop playing with me, my nigga. <laughs> you like talk about this man like he like he, a, he like he a drink dog. I keep thinking Seagram seven and seven up dog. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, hey, you know what? And that's what, and as a Hooper, that's what he is. He's Seagrams. Think about it. He's not, the, he's not bullshit. He's not the highest of the shelf. He's rough a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But he gets the right. job done better than most. That nigga, right. Draymond and Seagrams. All right, we're bringing in Ghost, man, the Ghost. You know, Ghost? Yeah, we can hear you, Ghost. What's happening, brother? Man, what's going on, brother? What's going on? Yeah, man, of course. Draymond goes, man. I'll just go ahead. First off, is this his last year on the contract or? 
I don't even know what that man's contract is. Is he a free, said to be a free agent after this year? He's getting about $25 million next year, I believe. Oh, let that man walk. I appreciate everything you did, man. You kind of valuing yourself too much, bro. Like you said, you a Wales drink. And- hey, that's <laughs> hilarious. Hey, if, if, the you ghost, Wales. if the nigga ghost is on your ass, nigga, it's time to, to, to wrap it up, bro. Hey, it's time to wrap say, it up, nigga. My nigga said you walk into the club and say, what can I get for $2? They said, shit, this drink on Christmas. Let me pickle juice. You call it. It's college night. That's what he is. Exactly what he is. Yeah, man, I let him go like that, bro. Get after Jordan. Because, I mean, we got to look at it. All these dudes are getting older. Like, I was just, I was at work the other day and just reading article, and I was just like, man, it was 2016 when the Cavs were on the ship. I like, it was 2017 when KD joined, 2016, 2017 when KD joined them. I'm like, bro, that's literally about five, six years. I'm like, bro, all of them yeah. getting old. And Draymond, I mean, he would be the one I'd be like, okay, let go, let him walk. And if I'm Draymond, just to be petty, because I know he's petty, I try to go to the Clippers or the Lakers, just to be petty. He was there, throw cool. at him. And, that and that's cool. it. That's how I let y'all keep going. So I got I got some contract details on Draymond. So he signed a four-year, ninety-nine million dollar contract in 2021. He's got two years left remaining on that contract. His base salary is twenty-five million this coming season. Yeah. 27 million the next season. He was get and that contract is fully guaranteed. Want more? Exactly what I was saying. Nigga, you want more? What do you want? I'd be in that bitch like Tyrese. What more do you want from me? Like, nigga, what do we have to give you? Bro, like you play with Steph and Clay Thompson, my nigga. What'd you what he tell what he tell Paul Pierce? They ain't got no fair weather tour for you, nigga. Who you think you are? Kobe? Like, yeah. they ain't got no fair weather to a few. Draymond, you think you are a Steph? Nigga, you're Draymond. You better. Yeah. Man, I, I, I hope. It, and honestly, if a team, if that team decides not to pay him and he ends up getting what he want from someone else, more power to you, bro. But if I'm the Warriors and you say you're going to walk, I'm going to say, what kind of shoes you wearing, my nigga? All right. I couldn't. Consider better myself. Look, I think that anytime a player is approaching that, that 30 spot is like that 33, 34. You got to start looking to where that decline, unless your name is LeBron for some reason and fucking Brady. But those guys are genetic freaks and they're not normal. Brady, we'll give it to MJ and Kareem, bro. But other than that, my nigga, you hit 30. Yeah, and so that's sorry, four magic. athletes. Okay. These guys, we're forgetting. It's, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a handful of athletes that's only achieved that that longevity out of every professional person that, that suited up. I don't. Niggas I, touched by God. Some niggas touched by God and can play past 30. Yeah. But it is a rule of mine off the top, bro. After you reach 30, my nigga, you are what you're going to be. And that's just it. So there's no reason for me to look at potential. Once a player hits 30 years old, you are what you're going to be. So whatever your max is at that point, that's it's only gonna go down from there. That's just how I that's just how I see it, and I don't think I'm wrong. I think if you look at a lot of these guys and the mass majority of players, that's what happened. Like Boogie said, there's a handful of guys touched by God. LeBron's doing crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like even KD, he's gonna be able to play till he's probably 36, 37, mm-hmm. and all that type of shit. But that's a handful of guys. Yeah. And now, nah, man, Draymond, you're not. And Draymond, we're talking about dudes that we can literally argue are like top 10 ever of everybody that ever played and we're not arguing that about draymond he's just one of the best glue pieces ever <laughs> damn he is he's a, no he is he's not but that's not a bad thing he's like another dennis rodman no, no, like, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's a vital part and he does his job very well 
It's he just that, yeah, in the scope of things, he's just he's not the best, and he's not a deserving of a max player on the other side of thirty. But but he's a good contributor, and he should. And I realize, go try to get your money. But I'm just saying, if I'm looking at it, I'm like, bro, I wouldn't give like I wouldn't give Dennis Rodman the max. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I yeah. See, now they go. Me personally, I was a Dennis Robin fan. I had his jersey. No, but I'm saying like in, in the context of what's going on, I got to pay. I watched him on Monday Steph. night. No, I love Dennis. I love the one, yeah. but I'm saying in the context of what we're talking about, I got I got Steph on the contract. We signed him. Clay. I got Clay. I got to worry about. Gotta I don't keep want them together. Who, who would you rather lose? Okay, let's say they pay Draymond and then Clay, Clay's up. Cause I don't think he's yeah. I don't think he signed an extension or got another. I think he's still playing off of the last thing he signed, and he gonna be due. And when he yeah. come due, like, yeah. you better pay him. So Draymond, like, yes, get to stepping. <laughs> All right. So basically, uh, Draymond needs to go ahead. The general consensus is that Draymond can walk. But there's some guys that are walking back into the game of basketball in the year 2023. Guys that were uh, missing in 22. Motherfuckers, the game was on a milk carton. But now they're going to be Damn. back. His players. <laughs> Damn. It's fucking rust that dog. Was, yeah, that's true though. You remember yeah. them and one shirts? That was yeah. on one of them and one shirts. Yeah. I can't find your game. I saw it yeah. on a fucking milk carton or yeah, something like that. Motherfuckers been missing. Got to put out an APB. But players like Zion. Hey, yeah. hey, you know what? Sports plug, athletic apparel. Hey, I'm about to. I'm about to steal your whole fucking flow, and one. Y'all better call me. Yeah. I'm about to steal your whole fucking flow, nigga. I'm about to put all that shit on some shirts. Y'all think I'm playing? Watch. All right. <laughs> All right, so you got players like Ben Simmons, Zion, Kawhi Leonard, John Wall, Jamal Murray. Players like that that are coming back from injury or whatever the case may be. And you guys, a personal opinion, who guy, which player is slated for the biggest bounce back with the upcoming basketball season? Let's go with you, Sterling. I'm going to say it's going to be, I'm going to say it's John Wall. I think he uh, he averaged 20 points a game last year, man, very quietly. Now, I think we all expect Jamal Murray to do his thing. Like, I think he's one of the top 10 scoring guards in the league. But I think what John Wall has had to go through from the injuries and so forth, repetitively being on shitty teams, the fact that he's on a team that's going to get that exposure, I think he's probably, I don't know if he's going to start. He, may, he might be coming off that. I think he might be best served as a sixth man. I think he's going to do really well this year. So the easy answer would be like, yeah, just say Jamal Murray. But I'm going to go with John Wall just because I think his impact from the way he, man, he still slices, man. Like the dude could get, he can get his bucket and he's still fast and quick. And he can lock down, he's a lockdown defender. So you got... Three lockdown defenders, man, on that squad, on the perimeter. I think that's pretty impressive. So I- I'm going to say John Wall. That, that's a good one. Like that, Now, that's a real good one. I, and I think he'll fit in very well with the Clippers. So I don't disagree with that at all. And the fact that what even he said is that he's going to go from being the number one guy on the team that you need to worry about to like the number three guy. So I think that isn't him. So that, that's a good one. I honestly would say that's a real, that's a real fucking good one. But... I will say one that I think is going to be the toast of the town if he stays healthy and he comes back. It's got to be Zion. He's the only guy on this list or that you can think of that's in this situation, rather, that he's he hasn't played and we still know he's the best player on his team. And that's with Brandon Ingram being on the team. Like, we know that, like, when Zion plays, like, he's the best player on that team. He's an unstoppable force. And you better go left or you're going to get left. So, yeah, I did that. But but no, I think that we really got to pay attention to Zion. Now, 
I think Ben Simmons is one that I look at. Just that caught me that when I saw that, I was like, you know what? Ben is one too. But it's going to be real interesting to see like what his situation is like. But I I think Zion is going to come in next year and it's going to it's going to leave a scorched earth. I think he's going to be on some maybe not win the MVP, but he's going to be in that conversation. I think he's going to be dominant um, if he can stay healthy. I just that dude is just not. So here's my reservation with Zion is that he's in that Supermax contract. He's only played, what, 85 games in his career or something like that. Like he hasn't played a lot of games at all. It's, I know, we know he's extremely talented. He's a rare, he's a rare talent. But can he one get back from injury? Two, how long is his body gonna hold up? This is stuff that we've been talking about for a long time. And three, does he is he gonna have that dog in him? Now that he's got that contract, he's set for life. If he doesn't play another, if he doesn't shoot another ball in the NBA ever again, that man's getting paid. He's it's over. It's guaranteed. So that's my concern with Zion. Can he come in here? Knowing that he's one of the best player on his team, knowing that he's a generational talent in a sense, can he can he get his head out of his ass? Now, I think that's that's one of the things where I look back and I say, this is when we'll see. What you're saying is not like untrue, but I'm on the side of he signed the contract. He obviously looks like he wants to play some hoops. I'm gonna give him this year to show me. Like if he gets hurt again, unfortunately we'll have to say, all right, he's injury prone. If he's if he goes to the season and underperforms, there you have it. If he goes to the season, which I think he's going to do this year, and plays really good basketball, and that team is a team that can win a first round a first round playoff matchup, I just I really think that guy can lead a team to where it needs yeah. to go. I just think that the only thing I'm worried only thing I'm worried about is to do that. He's gonna have to throw that weight around. And yeah. I'm not, and it's not lose weight. We already know he needs to stay at a certain weight. I'm just saying when he gets to the point where he's consistently throwing that weight around and becomes a problem. I think he was shooting damn near 70%. It was like 60 or 70% from the field when he gets it in the post. Like you're not stopping him. And all of us that watch, like he can hit threes once he warms up. And if he applies himself, I believe he could be a pretty a really good defender as far as coming off the weak side, blocking shots and doing things of that nature and out and putting body on people. So I just think next year we're going to see. But I'm on the side of, yeah, I think he's going to cook. I hope he does, man. Don't NBA needs <laughs> No, they do. They do. He'd be a very good next star. Beignets, I'll stay with me the beignets, <laughs> my dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a, a new look. It's really going to be a new look with these uh, these guys coming back. I'm interested to see Kawhi and, and how he, do, or he does out there with John Wall. Facts. I think that's going to be a good look. It's going to help both of those guys out. You're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of good so, good basketball. I'll be honest. I'll say this: as far as pressure goes, or quote unquote pressure, or who we're going to look at as like a guy that, bro, like you need to do something. Jamal Murray is one. Jamal Furry. If you've seen the video, you know what it is. But, yeah, he, yeah. and that man's beard looks like chocolate chip cookie dough but no nah, <laughs> but no nah, but nah, he, he's one that that i'm looking at to say last time we saw you in the offs you showed off you showed out the guy that is your number one on the team is a two-time mvp he's got everything that it takes and he's and every time we watch him play He's looking like he needs a guy like you. So I think it's yeah. hot in the kitchen for Jamal Murray. I think he needs to come and show us what's up after coming off this injury. We At least show us if he's going to be the same or if Denver needs to look 
in another direction as far as who's going to play number two next to Joker, because I think that's what they've been waiting for. They're paying Joker all this money. They're doing all this. And I think they're saying, like, we got Jamal coming back and we're going to see. Because if he comes back like he need to come back, we're talking about a guy that scored 50 in a playoff game. So we're talking about a guy that can get it done. We just have to see how he looks coming off that devastating injury. All right, the NBA unveiled some new, they're not technically new. Some of them are new, some of them are classics that they brought back NBA jerseys for the twenty the 2023 season, 22 or 23 season, whatever, how you, you pronounce that. I posted the link in the, uh, the Discord chat if you guys haven't seen it. But out of all these, the Milwaukee Bucks have a, a brand new design. I've never seen that before. The Detroit Pistons brought back an old goodie. San Antonio Spurs have a... That's San Antonio uh, one fresh, bro. Yeah, like you said, S A T X. That shit is high, yeah. my friend. That's yeah. high, bro. I fucks with that. Oh, I will say the Bucks jerseys. I fuck with those. I like the antlers on them. I really like how they found a way. If y'all don't know, I'm into jerseys and color. But I really like how they got like the blue stripe going down the sides of them. I like the way that that whole thing blends in. As you were getting ready, you said the Pistons. I got the old goodie. I love the Pistons. Yeah. Bringing back yes. The teal. The Duh. teal. Jeans. Yeah, and every time I see that, I think of the Grant Hill drink Sprite commercial for yep. some reason. That's what it is. That's what it is. Especially for people like our age, we see them till joints and be like, oh, yeah, that's it. Like, them all yeah. the I, mean, I can't lie. That's a, That was a great jersey design. They win. You just going to give it to them. Yeah, you're going to leave the finish list. Dang, man. <laughs> oh, my bad. I got some others I like, but like that, nah, that still joint is dope. Nah, but you got, you go, you finish Let's finish running down. Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Theirs is basically a, a rehash of a kind of a, a blend of new and old. The and the Utah ones. Jazz is the last oh, ones. I was going to say, I will say the Cleveland Cavaliers did do right with that white joint. That is a clean jersey. The Cleveland Cavaliers white joint that's like a mixture of it's old got the new. old yeah, it's got the old Cavs logo with the basketball going into the net. That's a V, but it's got the new Cavs garnet. I guess you could call that garnet red or what red, yeah. That, yeah, that color red that they use and it's an all white jersey. That one's clean. The C honestly is just the ones from 2016 when they won. They just redid it and instead of it having the tire marks cuz I don't know if people knew that one the little V's on it that look like V's that was tire marks, like to because sh- it was Cleveland and they were year is their sponsor. And Goodyear is not their sponsor, so it looks like they brought it back without the tire marks. And the maroon ones are straight, but yeah. And the Jazz, I don't know what the fuck the Jazz are doing. I really don't know. They don't want to say, like, the, okay, okay, so the throwback one to the yeah, Carl that, Malone, that's fresh. That was tight. That one's but the rest, rest of them joints trash, bro. I don't, yeah. bro. They look yeah. like practice units. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they're like. Okay, so the black one with the yellow has promise, Uh-oh. but I need something else. I, I need something else. I, it, it's just, it's like a, it's a weird. Their other jerseys are weird. I don't really know what they're trying to do. I don't know what they're trying. To, I'm just confused because are y'all trying to go to black and yellow? Are y'all trying? Nigga, to, it looks like a construction workers design. It shit. does. It does. It's not good. It's not good. So whoever's designing the jazz uniforms needs to be fucking fired. I know normally call for people's jobs, but that motherfucker that's doing the jazz uniforms just know the best thing he came up with was something that was already done thirty years ago. All right. Yeah. I'm off them. And hey, uh, and the Spurs, <laughs> that shit's trash, bro. No, I like the Spurs. I like. I think it's tr- it's trash because it's the Spurs from one, See, and that shit. Nah. The color scheme is dope. The color scheme is dope, but the rest of that shit to me, man, just it just I just feel like they could do more. Maybe, it's very Tim Duncany. 
No, no. Okay, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this because when you when it is the Spurs, there's only so much that you can do with gray, white, and black. But I will say this though: after have living there and experienced it with the, what they have on the chest, where it says SATX, and they got that little design on the chest, and they got the embroidery design, or not embroidery, but it looks like embroidery. That little design on the side, like that's that's fitting. And that's what San Antonio is. It's yeah. From the outside looking in, we're gray, white, and silver. But come down and join us. You'll see what the fuck's going on. They're going to have some fun. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that it's fitting for their team. And I think that for what their colors are and how boring their color scheme is, I I like that jersey. Like, I really, I like it. I think that's a good jersey, and it's one that'll grow on us. It ain't teal. It's dope. All right. All right. So here's the the million-dollar question. All right. The best one, the one that you would actually purchase out of this list and one that if you got it as a Christmas gift or a a Father's Day or birthday gift that you will secretly send back. All right, <laughs> go Sterling. Love Pistons, it. bro. So the Pistons is one of you buy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it reminds me of Grant Hill, man. And I like, you know what? I, that Nike symbol on the on the that shit is like very tasteful. That shit's dope. That old school Nike logo on there, it's dope. Yeah, it is, dude. I feel that. I feel that. I'm looking at that shit. Yeah, man, it is. Dog with the Nike words with the check. Yeah, it gives me the definitely same, throwback vibes. Yeah, it's the definitely. same thing that they did with that Warriors jersey when they put the Nike words with the swoosh on that bitch. Like that look is fresh. Which one would you? Which one would you throw in the trash, Sterling? Who I'm throwing that Jazz one in the trash? But which I tell one? you, they have multiple ones that can be thrown nigga, in the trash. The S A T A. It, that that but the Bucks man the Bucks is kind of I mean that shit just looks re- it just looks regular <laughs> it looks regular man they could have done more with that you know what I'm saying you're a fucking deep. deer bro like you could have done all kinds of shit with that we're gonna bring you we're gonna bring you in ghost right after Russ gives love and eight picks out of this pile Russ so the one I would say like uh, of course. I'll say I'll piggyback off of Sterling. The Pistons one is really dope, and I like the way they put the Nike with the swoosh on there. One I'm gonna throw in the trash is going to be the Jazz yellow joint. <laughs> I gotta. I just and it's not so I'm much. Leaving that for you, bro. <laughs> but no, it's not so much. I see what they're trying to do. Like the minimalistic, like if I, hopefully I said that. That type of view, like where you're trying to be, like okay, we got two solid colors and we're kind of, they're very they contrast well off each other. But I think the problem is, is guys, you're the Utah Jazz, you're not the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why the mm. fuck do you have black and yellow jerseys? Like I get it, and I'm down for teams switching it up every once in a while and having something that's different colored than what you're used to. But what the Jazz did is put like if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a black and yellow jersey. Like, you're the Jazz. Have some purple accents with some green accents on it. Like, it could yeah, be a little yeah. it, it could be a little clashy because it's sports. Like, sports is the only place where you're yep. allowed to clash your colors. So, like, you could do that. We're, like, our favorite jersey is a teal, red, yellow, and black joint. Yeah, like, so you're allowed to get crazy. It's just that with the Jazz, I don't want to see that. I would have loved to see the Jazz take the colors from that 90s jersey. So the purple, the icy blue. What else? What are the colors that the Jazz have? Now, they had a little orange outline. I would like to see them take that and make something new with the jerseys. If they took the design that they had now and just added the colors from the past, like, that would be pretty thrilled. But this whole, like, black and yellow construction neon type shit they got going on is not pop. Nah. All right, let's bring in Ghost. 
Yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Hey, first off, because I know Boogie, I hear you always mention the wrestling. Shout out to my boy Vince McMahon. Shout out to him for time, unforeseen circumstances. But but for jerseys, I know it's not a reason, but I'm bringing it back, and I definitely got to get it for the simple fact that I don't know it's an era Sixers jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, those were hey, I like when you think of that jersey, that's Iverson. You think of the step over, that's the NBA NBA Finals jersey. I got the, the throwback. I was saying with the questions. Then I got the step over, so I got to get that jersey. So I'm looking forward to the, them bringing back those Sixers jerseys. Hopefully that'll spark some of the James Harden because unleashes in the Iverson this season. And then so as I wish, I mean, come on, Oklahoma City, you know where you came from. Go ahead and make an Oklahoma City Thunder supersonic green and white jersey or yellow jersey. Go ahead and make that. They need to bring that back. He says a throwback. They should go ahead and do that. Awesome. What I think about with the Seattle Superhawks, thank you for that. The Seattle Supersonics is I think that they still own the team yes. likeness and the history in oh, Seattle. Seattle yeah. is not letting that happen. Yeah. And I want to say that they're actually the next team in line or next city in line for an expansion. Yeah, so Seattle I think that Supersonics is one yeah. of the best. NBA franchises to ever exist past the Mavericks. Like I actually rooted for them. Like I fuck with this. Nah, you know why KD shit so fucked up? Cause they moved them niggas to Oklahoma. If they would have stayed in Seattle, and it would have just been him in Seattle, he would have stayed there the whole time. He would have won championships. No one wants to hoop in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, and I location. That's the thing that I usually preach whenever I'm recruiting on NCAA. No, <laughs> no. Look, in college, it's one thing. In college, and I'm being real because Oklahoma University is my favorite football team. Like, bro, I fuck with them heavy. But you don't. If you're a pro, you don't want to live there. You don't want to live there. You don't live there. You know, it's really nothing going on out there. That, that's the one thing that I always hear. Business. No, like you literally there, bro. There's they like some places in America just are not popping, and Oklahoma is one of them places. The niggas with the most money got the team, but that fucked up a whole all this shit that we're looking at the NBA that we have problems all because y'all let the Seattle SuperSonics yeah. die, and it's the Thank NBA you. and. Niggas that wouldn't pay for the stadium in Seattle fault. It's all y'all fault. Fuck y'all. The Seattle Supersonics fucking dope ass team. All they jerseys was fresh. All of them. Even them weird maroon joints that Gary Payton and them wore. Them hoes was live. Like I'll, I'll say this, man. Location can do a do a lot and it can't change a lot. Hopefully yeah. somebody yeah, somebody's location's about to change. Uh, Brittany Griner. See, I've been practicing, y'all. Griner. Yeah. Griner. So Brittany Griner is so uh, update. If you haven't been paying attention, she's been detained in Russia for having <laughs> having no possession of marijuana for her medical sports reasons as she she claims. But so like how you guys said, as we covered it in the past, the past couple shows that that one of the guys that was on a table to be offered up for an exchange was the god of war and we ain't talking about goddamn kratos we're talking about some <laughs> 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 we talking about fucking kratos we talking about some the real deal a god of war the guy that they made the movie out of that nicholas cage played i believe that's what russell was telling me but uh no yes so, no yes yeah. no i'm sorry america no we cannot give up the basket. We cannot take the basketball player and give up the nigga that'll sell you a missile from his back pocket. This and it's motherfucker it's another is guy. dangerous. It's, a, it's another POW. I don't American. care about yeah. the other guy. 
I care about this guy. The nigga's the Russian Tony Stark. Y'all think it's a joke? It's not. Like, he got arrested <laughs> because he was trying to sell anti-air missiles, nigga. Nah, you heard of Nickelback Johnson. He had the nickels coming from the sky. You just pluck a nigga bullet. No. Like, he will watch the world burn and he will sell the matches, nigga. And the gasoline. No, like, you think it's... Nah, bro. Like, I love Britney Grider to death. But America, y'all gotta make another deal. Unless there's something I don't know. If he's turned over New Leaf. Or if he's a different person. But if it's the same person that I've seen these documentaries on, fuck no. If they release him, Ukraine, y'all got five days, my nigga. Like, he, like, no. This nigga push weapons like Lulu push drugs. Like, new no. Crack rocks in your pockets. He's got bullets. He's got missiles. He's, a, he's literally a one-stop shop for death. And y'all want to give him up. For a hooper, I need someone to educate me. It makes so sense. Here's here's a here's a quote from Jeremy Bash, who was the chief of staff at the CIA. He says, "The fact that Bout Victor Bout is his name is a big fish really isn't part of the calculus." Okay, when in terms of the trade, right? He says, "United States made a high profile spy swap in 2010. We value our own citizens a thousand times more than we value a the foreign criminal." He says Israel takes the same approach. They take a thousand Hamas fighters for one IDF fighter. We in the U.S. take the same attitude. We would do almost anything to save an American life. That's coming from the CIA. Now, so if that's the case, if that's the case, like, if I'm other countries, nigga, I would just start taking Americans hostage like a motherfucker. Let LeBron James go to China, nigga. Nigga, he's mine. Nigga, I'm locking that nigga up, bro. Nigga, you're mine, nigga. Kyrie, what you doing over here, nigga? Oops, you're in jail now, nigga. Why? Because we got some shit to settle, nigga. I'm taking everybody, nigga. Pokemon. I'm, not, I'm taking all the U.S. No, but I understand I understand what the CIA is saying. And Brittany Griner, when you do come back, nigga, you got to work for the CIA for six years, my nigga. You got to put a couple bad people away on some triple X shit. Like, like bro, because this is not a normal human being. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Mr. Bout is about that action, but not with hands. With right, guns, right. bullets, bombs, like, this nigga is able to find anything. Like, no, nah, like, he's literally, I'm the sports plug. Let's talk about any sport ever, so, and we can talk about it. He is the death plug. How you so, want to kill the nigga? Just tell me, and I'll find the, I'll just, find the shit you. Just to remind everybody about Mr. Bout. So not only was he wanted in America, but he was wanted across the world. This dude, he is, he's a former Soviet military officer. He was accused of selling weapons to Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, Rwanda, Sierra Leone. Like, this dude, the Lord of War. That's, that was based on Victor Bout. This is serious, man. It's serious. No, it's literally, it's literally like what you said, like about Dasadi or whoever said, we'll get, we'll take, we'll give away 10 homicidal maniacs, like, you're giving away the one guy who literally is the he he's the El Chapo of guns and weapons, my nigga. Like if y'all if you want a comparison, he's the El Chapo of death. Like he sells it like it's no, I want Britney Griner back so bad. But that nigga's yeah. gotta sell At what cost, he's man? worse he's worse than Larry Hoover. They won't let Larry Hoover out of jail for anything. Anything. But they'll let anything, and Larry Hoover, we, you can get into that, but they're going to let Victor Bout, nah, bro. 
New. He's probably so, sitting next to Larry Hoover right now. Who would have thought, my comrade? Bro, would have thought. And I, and no, I might bro. be the only one on the on, with this opinion, but I just feel, and not to get extremely political, but Russia in and of itself, I feel like they they like they're whooping our ass. Like, motherfucker, you're because of your war, you world famine, right? The talking about goods, the price of crude oil, all that shit's going up. Inflation is partly due to Russia, partly, not all, but partly. And now we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna give you. Victor Bout for Britney Griner. Nigga, are you fucking serious? Bro, my here's my glow like here's my assessment from a person like yeah, I watch politics a little bit, but this is not a politics podcast. This is a sports podcast. So from people that don't know too much about it, I'm not going to give away the guy that can fucking annihilate every cell. And I'm sorry. He won't, I'm sorry. He won't annihilate people. He will have the means for the people that want to annihilate people to get what they need. Like with him out there in the streets, whoever in the world wants to get their hands on real weapons, not just a couple AR-15s. We're talking anti-aircraft, missile launchers, all this type of crazy war shit. No, no, I'm sorry. And Brittany, I want Brittany back. No, like he literally, but no, he can get his hands on everything. He can can get his hands on anything. Like I bet you, bro. I bet you the moment moment that they let him loose, because they gonna do this. So the moment that they let him loose, I bet you his little buzzer goes off at the airport. Like they gonna be like, how you get a gun already? Then they gonna be like, I'm Victor Bout, nigga. Shut the fuck. You already know what's up. Like it's going down. You be activating kill streaks and all type of shit, nigga. Bro, you think Ukraine? All right, five days. That nigga get out. (laughs) That nigga get out. Ukraine got one business week, nigga. Like one business week, nigga. That nigga is done. Nah, bro. Nah. Any every everybody people don't understand. Everybody in the world that would like to purchase a weapon of mass destruction or a lot of ammunition and arms. All they have to do is call this nigga. But, he come to your front doorstep but, like Amazon, yeah, nigga. Let's, let's just go ahead and say that this was proposed, okay? But it's, it's, it's not by any means a done deal yet. But what is a, a done deal is a Jimmy G in San Fran. The uh, Trey Lance era begins coming from their head coach, Kyle Shanahan. We knew that this day was going to come because they had Jimmy G. They drafted Trey Lance in the first, and that kind of is the writing on the wall within itself. So with it coming straight out the horse's mouth, how do you guys feel about Jimmy G's situation? Landing spots, or do you think he's best served to stay put and wait it out? Russ, what do you think, brother? When it comes to Jimmy G, I'm going to say this. I think that he should want to move. Um, I think it's just all a part of the business side of things. Like, the, the writing was on the wall. They knew it was up. Kyle Shanahan got the quarterback that he wanted to get. He traded up to go get this said quarterback. So I'm not going to sit here and say that Jimmy G should try to fight for that job. I think that Jimmy G is valuable to some other teams. I think the Seahawks, I think the Lions. That's just to name two teams. But I think that he should move on. But I don't think that there should be any ill will. Like, Jimmy G, you're nice. You can win games in the NFL. Another team could use you and could possibly get to the Super Bowl with you. But this is the direction that we want to move. And I think that Trey Lance is going to be A-OK. I really trust Kyle Shanahan. I trust what he calls. I trust his philosophy. And I think he's one of the top five coaches in the league. 
And so I don't have a – I think Trey Lance is going to be what we thought Vince Young was going to be. Sterling, thoughts? Oh, man. Jimmy G, man. There's no – I don't think there's a market for him. Nobody wants a below-average quarterback that's extremely limited. Yeah, I just don't think that he's that good. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't play for a Shanahan offense that's one of the best offensive minds, his dad and his son, like, ever – like, you, you, and not really excel. I just think that's a problem, man. Like, he, he's, he, okay, we're talking about 32 quarterbacks. Starting quarterbacks, Jimmy G is probably 26. I'm, I'm, but I'm saying his performance, though. He's okay, but he's always injured. He's always injured. And then when you draft Trey Lance so high, you, at some point, you, is it going to be like a Jordan Love situation, which they didn't draft him high. They drafted in the round one, but you drafted him. With a top five pick. So yeah. at some point, you got to shit or get off the pot. But Trey Lance has all the intangibles. We don't know how good he's going to be. But you got to put him out there at some point, man. You got to. No. And he's No, 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 I agree with that. I'm, when I said damn, and I was like, God damn, too, was when you were talking about Jimmy G. Because I think Jimmy G is a good I don't think he's below average. I think he's above average to a good quarterback. He can get you to a Super Bowl. Now, Will you try that? Will you have to find other ways to win that game? Yes. Like he's not going to win it for you and do that, do with that what you may, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like a talent, I think like a team, like I said, like I think the Lions and the Seahawks are two teams that could really use him and he could make them two teams really good. But I do think he should leave. So I think on that side of it, I agree with you, Sterling. Like he got to dip. If I'm the San Francisco 49ers, I got to let him dip. But as, as far as Jimmy G's concerned, I think that he shouldn't have that much trouble finding another job. Ultimately, man, this is how I feel about the situation. I think he do, he does need to leave. But I do think that Seattle might still be in play. I don't think that they're settled with their quarterback situation. So I, I still think that yeah, might be. Yeah, they got Geno Smith and Drew Locke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so what? looking for a interdivision trade there probably before the deadline or in midseason. Because I think they're going to enter the season. The Seahawks will enter the season with who they have and if things don't pan out, I think they're going to look to make to make adjustments or make a trade. Somebody that also made an adjustment of old name, new team, old man, old team. Julio Jones joins the Bucks. My okay, look. So when I seen this, I was just I just looked at it and I was like, oh okay. I it, it, it didn't excite me, it didn't capture, it didn't captivate me until I read a headline, and I'm gonna share this with you guys. Not the headline, but just what I read that kind of got my my the wheels churning upstairs so before we get into the expectations and reactions of the signing seen a article saying that the bucks decision to sign julio became more apparent after the decision on gronk so now i started to think i said what if they use this motherfucker where they will normally line up gronk whenever he's off the line or he's lined up out wide don't ever disrespect my nigga gronk you said what block like can't block like gronk but no, I'm not talking about on the line. I said off the line. Okay, so, cool, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. Right, no, no. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not yeah. At first, yeah, I thought yeah. he was by, like, we're going to put Julio at tight end and let him do yeah, this. Yeah, by no means. No. I'm saying that he probably will sit there and supplement at that tight end slot whenever they're in a uh, passing formation. To where he'll essentially be running Gronk's routes. So I was thinking of that, and I was like, you know what? That might work but that's just hearsay because we don't know how exactly how he will be used but i just wanted to throw that little bit in the pot to give you guys a little something to stir on and think about but uh we'll start with sterling on this sterling what do you think whenever you've seen this uh, this news man 
I think it's the best place for him to go because he doesn't have to be the focal point of the offense. Let's not forget that they got Russell Gage, too, this yes. offseason. And Chris Godwin is coming off of ACL. So I think you can have Julio play on the outside. Russell Gage plays in the slot because Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they, those guys, they like to go from the slot or play the X or Y. But I think when you add a Julio to the offense, that's pretty deadly. Like, you can have... Uh, he's not going to line up as tight end, but you can line him up in a flex position when you go four yes. wide. You can split him out on inside and, and hit those seams just like Gronk. But anytime you put a guy like like Julio Jones out there, because he's such a physical freak of nature, it just adds more ways that they can hurt you. When they're all healthy, it's going to be great because Brady's going to put him in the best position to succeed. Mm-hmm. All right, Russ, what you think, brother? I'm going to say this. When I first saw it, I hit the Larry David. <laughs> Honestly, because this. Julio is not what he used to be, which is cool. I think he'll be a good third down, a good third down target at times. I think he will be a good guy to put in there at like the Gronk, like you said, when they're four wide receivers and you put him at the Gronk Ross. I think that will work for him. But and maybe this is hindsight because they just lost their center. And so that that part of me looks out and says, and when I see the signing, it's cool. But it's, you have a better version of what Julio brings at this moment of time, at this moment in time in Mike Evans. So it's to me, it's kind of like two big body guys. But you have Tom Brady. He's very accurate. You don't have Gronk. So I am going to say I will wait to see what happens. But as of this moment, I don't think it's just going to be like fireworks. I think that he's going to catch a couple good third downs for them. But I don't really see it being anything that's going to move the needle, if you will. So initially when I seen it, I was like, Julio ain't Julio. He's past past prime in the twilight of his career. I was like, he'll be... He'll, he'll be lucky if we see him on the field six games, six or eight games this season. But I do think, I do agree with Sterling that this is probably the best place for him where he's not the vocal point. He could come in, be a locker room presence, come in and be a guy that, that can be a change of pace within the receiving structure. If they use him sparingly and like in, in certain things where he doesn't have to see 10 targets a game and stuff like that, yeah, I think that you might be seeing him do maybe two two catches, maybe a red zone feature here. Talking yeah, situational, situational, situational football. football. I just don't see him being a focal feature at any point. Like but, if the Buccaneers end up with a, let's say they're 20 yards out of the goal line and they're at third down, you know what I'm saying? Or 10, 15 yards out the goal line and they're at third down. He's a viable target. If you get in his vicinity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's him. definitely. Yeah, but definitely. Am I like, looking, I, am I looking at every? Yeah, the fucking nah. has got old Julio. Nah, my nigga, I'm yeah. not. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not going to be your first, second, or third option. I feel whenever he's going to be out there, he's just. But he's good though. As far as Tom Brady's concerned, Tom Brady got another weapon, and that can be dangerous. But overall, I'm good. not. This yeah. is not the same Julio that played for Atlanta. So I'm not sitting back like, oh shit, the niggas going to the bowl. All right. Last week we got into a discussion where we were talking about receivers. Since we're still talking about receivers, Duh. yeah, where Adam <laughs> Thielen is or isn't a top fifteen wide receiver. Brussels, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right, I got you. <laughs> Before you start, well, as I'm you can emotional tell, emotional about it. 
Russell is very emotional about Adam Thielen being a top 15 receiver. So what we're going to do is this. Uh, we're going to get into this. And we're going to go ahead. We're going to talk about position battles. And then we're going to talk. We got, the, we, we got to plug out our sports sushi fantasy football league. And then we're going to get into our wish we call it. We're going to have to, we're going to, have to our fantasy football talk for a week. I think the second week in August, we have someone coming in as a guest to talk fantasy football. So we're going to move past that. But uh, let's bring in Ghost real quick. Ghost, you there? Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't get to tune in live last week. And I know y'all going to talk about it. But Adam Thielen, yes, he is a top 15 receiver. People sleeping on Adam Thielen. He was doing Cooper Cup, I'm going to say stuff, I ain't going to curse, doing his Cooper Cup stuff two years, two years ago before Cooper was doing it. So, yeah, Adam Thielen is a top 15 receiver. I'd even say maybe top 12. I'll put him over Cooper, Amari Cooper. I'm going to give him over Amari Cooper. Yeah, Adam Thielen is that man. No, don't disrespect Adam. That's all I got to say on that. Don't disrespect Adam. That's Appreciate all we that, got. But and thank you, Ghost. But no, no, like guys, if you really go look at the top, <laughs> if you go look, if you go look at the top fifteen guys, or what you would put at the top fifteen guys, you literally can say yes to everybody until you get to about thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. So I'll give you that. When I say top fifteen, I do not mean he's in the higher part, but I do mean he is in that top fifteen. Okay. And if you want to give, if you want to take Jalen Waddle over him, I will say. Okay, my nigga, you got you can if you want to in your own opinion. I'm not, but you can if you want to because he's not flashy, and this is Adam Thielen. He's not flashy, he's not over the top, but he gets the job done. And I'm sorry, y'all. Like he plays on the same team as Justin Jefferson, and he had the same amount of TDs, and he had 600 less yards, bro. So stop playing with me, bro. You ready for this? I'm ready for everything. Okay, I'm going to give you – I'm just going to say a wide receiver's name. You tell me if Adam Thielen's better, okay? And we'll do it real quick. Devontae Adams. Of course not. That's the Cooper, top tier. Cooper Cup. No. DeAndre Hopkins. Now, Boogie, you count. Boogie, you count. So okay. we're at three. Can I ask, can I, can I, can I ask a okay. question? He's question. not better. No, can I ask a question? Wait, no, he's not. Question. No, 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 no. This is very important, though, because this goes into it. Okay, so of course he's not, and this is still, and they're still, and in my list when I looked at it, DeAndre Hopkins was like around like ten and shit. So like you got to literally get to thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen when you start seeing this. But DeAndre Hopkins is not going to play as many games as Adam Thielen. We're we're talking, we're talking about talent. We're not talking about games played. Go ahead. All right. Cool. No. So I didn't have. Okay. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. No, he's Mike Evans. No. No. Debo Samuel. AJ Brown. No. DK Metcalf. Ah, hey Metcalf. No, 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 no. You went to AJ. You went to AJ Brown. You went to AJ Brown. AJ Brown's is he's I'll give it to you. C D Lamb. No. C D Lamb is not better than Adam Thielen right now. T. Higgins. He's got he's got more potential. No, C. D. T. Higgins is not better than Adam Thielen right now. We're talking about T. Higgins. Are we on T. Higgins? Whoa, whoa! Mm. T. Higgins is not better than Adam Thielen. That, that no, one, Russ. Right I don't know, Russ. No. Right, that was right now, at this right now, at this day, today, right now, okay. no potential, right. no potential. Okay, he, 
let's omit T. Higgins from the from that. Terry McLaurin. My nigga, no. Terry McLaurin is not. Oh, he's not. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got to disagree on that one, Russ. I think scary Terry. I think Chris Godwin is better than Thielen as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 What, okay, okay. So, as of right now, you want to tell me that you're gonna take you're gonna say Chris God Chris God Godwin Chris Godwin. We don't know what he's gonna do next. You're gonna take I him healthy, over. healthy. Even healthy. if he's healthy, my nigga, like you. Okay, we all him. we all oh, you know we all agree that Justin Jefferson is a fucking beast, bro. Like the guy had 600 more more passing yards or more reception yards. And, but he had the same amount of touchdowns. That tells you, and he had more targets, more everything. And that tells you Adam Thielen is doing one thing. He's getting the fuck open. You brought up CeeDee Lamb drop ball more than anybody. This? Or he can just be, or you could just look at it. It could be this. It's just that Adam Thielen's just not getting those uh, doubles. He's just getting his one-on-ones. You got to look at that. That's something that you got to okay, what, right, what are we talking about? You just brought up CeeDee Lamb, and this is the first year that we're going to see CeeDee Lamb not playing opposite of Amari Cooper. What are we Amari doing Cooper, here? Amari Cooper wasn't even there for half the season when he was even suiting up. And, and my nigga CD was dropping the ball. Let's keep it a buck. He was wow. dropping the ball. Adam Thielen, don't drop the ball. I like, never argue, said that CD I, was better. I got, no, but no, real talk. I got in arguments about Michael Thomas because I got my feelings about Michael Thomas. He's cold, but I got feelings about him. But niggas told me, what's the number one thing that a receiver is supposed to do? Catch the fucking rock. Adam Thielen catches the fucking rock, bro. He's not the flashiest. He's not the best. He's 6'2", 200 pounds of pure, I'm going to catch the fucking ball, bro. That's like, great. he... No, but I'm saying when you look at the stats, like how can the guy, how can a guy that has 1600, I'm sorry, I said 600 more. My bad. He had about 800, 900 more yards, yards receiving, and he had more targets than you. And you had the same amount of touchdowns, bro. Like he's getting points. Like he, it like yes, teams are double teaming off of which. But if you tell me, give me some of them other guys and ask me, are they number ones? Because some of them guys that you named to me were number twos when they played with other yeah, guys. Yeah, just like Adam Thielen is a number two. Yeah, number two but right Adam now. Thielen, okay, all right, Adam Thielen is the best number two in the NFL. Stop no. playing with me. <laughs> no, T. Higgins is better than him though. That's no, he's saying. not. T. Higgins now is not figured. better than Adam Thielen. I what are you said. saying? What do you, no, like, how could you sit here and tell me that T. Higgins is better than Adam Thielen? He hasn't done it as long. He doesn't face the same coverages because I okay. guarantee you. Okay, Chris Godwin then. Chris Godwin is not better than Adam Thielen. Chris uh, Godwin, yes, he is. Chris, Chris, Chris Godwin plays next to Mike Evans. We are just, what are you Justin talking Jefferson. about? Justin Jefferson. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're telling me in the totality. Like, let's be honest, Mike Evans. We can go back. We can go back. Mike Evans is cold, nigga. Yeah, I know. Like, really, no, like really, Mike Evans is really nice, my nigga. No, if you're playing opposite of Mike Evans, might be one of the best possession receivers to ever fucking play the game. The nigga made Johnny Menzel. We know that now. Go look yeah. at the tape. Like Mike yeah, Evans is a beast. You're playing next to him, and Tom Brady is your quarterback. Mike Evans ain't did shit against Marshawn Lattimore, so that's all I'm gonna say. But no one does. No one does anything against Marshawn Lattimore. He's let's a top five corner. Top two. Yeah. Top two though. Let's bring in Earl C. Earl. Oh, what's up, gentlemen? What's up? Hey, I what's got happening, brother? 
Hey, look, I'm not just against Adam Thielen. I'm not going to, I'm not trying, like, don't take this and don't call in the some shit on Adam Thielen. But I got a receiver that I want to ask y'all. Because me personally, I got him above Thielen after thinking about all the dudes y'all name. But what about Brandon Cooks? Dude, that's right. a thousand yards, regardless who the quarterback is. He got a thousand yards for the Texans, bro, with Davis Mills going in the rock. Like that, that's a good. I like the fact that you bring that up because if you Adam Thielen only has two one thousand yard seasons to his name since he's been in the league. Brandon yeah, Cooks doesn't. Brandon Cooks does it with shit quarterbacks. And I'm gonna say this with Brandon Cooks. And when he was with, with the Saints for those years, like he was, like he was, a, he was a talent dog. And and I think that he is. He's definitely a. He's a valuable piece of the Texans. I like that one, and so I will say this because some of the young guys with potential, I'm not putting over him. Okay. Uh, over out of feeling. So I'll give you Cooks because of the production and the production with the bad quarterback, but I'm not going to give you T. Higgins. I'm standing okay. on that, bro. That's I think I think Adam Thielen is better than Brandon Cooks. He, I think he's better, but no, I, I don't I, think I, I, I would say top 20, but not top 15. Bro, he's top 15. Like, no, oh, man. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, you can't like, okay. So there's 32 <laughs> teams. So there's 32 teams. So when we get to top 15, should all probably be. The ones, I know. But when you name that list, you had to go all the way down the list, and the only guys that you're putting over Adam Thielen are niggas with potential or Brandon Cooks. And I'm not putting a guy with potential over him. So Jalen Waddle, you got to okay, show so me. Allen Robinson, Keenan okay. Allen. Those are oh, two no, guys no, I didn't no, mention. No, no. And, but, and I, look, I looked over the list. So I get it gets them all of them can make it. It gets to the point. Brandon Cooks is just an interesting addition. And I'll give you, I would say he's about the same as Keenan Allen. Because Keenan Allen does the same thing. He gets the fuck open. He's not overwhelmingly gonna make you say, Oh my God, I can't stop him. But you're gonna game plan for him because if you don't, he's gonna get open and he's gonna catch the ball. So I have him yeah. about on par with that. But I'm not going to sit there and sell him short because any guy that plays on the opposite side of Justin Jefferson, who we all rave about and has the same amount of touchdowns, he's not getting the same amount of touchdowns as Justin Jefferson because of the fact that he's getting the look. He's getting it because literally Kirk Cousins is looking and saying, oh, fuck, he's open. He's that open. And a guy that's getting and the guy that understands that and knows, like, I have to get open before the star gets open. And he's done this twice. Now he's the third option in that offense. Stephon Diggs, okay, okay, that, and that's cool because right. they got Dalvin Cook, and that's cool. But for a guy that produces at the rate he does as the third option, like that can be that should like most guys would get put in that position, and you'd be like, we need more out of you. There's nothing more you can ask out of Adam Thielen. I have the same amount of touchdowns as your rookie, as your star young receiver. And he has over 800 more yards. And I imagine if you look at the targets, he's got way more targets than me. For sure. I think he, I, like I said, I'm not an Adam Thielen hater. Like, I like his game. I think he, he's a really, he's a top 10 route runner. I'll give him that. But I just think he's 31 years old. And I think his best years are behind him. I think the Vikings wasted his potential with Kirk Cousins at quarterback. I think Adam Thielen could have been Cooper Cup. You know what I'm saying? Like how people talk about Cooper Cup. I think they could have talked about Adam Thielen if he had the right quarterback. And I don't think he ever had the right quarterback. And I don't think that's Kirk Cousins' fault. I think we're about to see a change because I do believe after hearing about the fact that Mike Zimmer just did not want that guy on his football team, I think that really matters. So I think we're going to see more. 
But I just think this. I just think when we look at like the actual like the art of how they get down running receiver, ah, like there's not 15 dudes that do this better than Adam Thielen to me. There's just not. Now there's what? prospects that have potential that can make you say, I would, because you're right, he is 31. That's why I said at this time, how they're operating right now, I don't feel like there's 14 or 15 guys better than him. But so, I do understand why you would say, oh, yeah, I got CeeDee Lamb. He's young. He's got more of a future. Yeah, I understand that. I would not... rather have CeeDee Lamb in my offense than with Adam Thielen. Here's my question to you, because we know that Adam Thielen is a number two. Would you trade Justin Tolbert? And would you trade James Washington or another young receiver that you have on the – or Michael Gallup? Fuck. Would you trade Michael Gallup or Justin Tolbert for him? And my answer no. is yes. Yes. I would one of them. I would trade not Michael Gallup. How about today? Like right now? No. Right now. He's too old. Bro, you know bro, how I feel bro, about bro, guys over 30. No, I feel about guys over 30. No, no, especially no, at the receiver I, position. I, 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 I feel you, but if I'm yeah. able to – if I, no, I'll take Justin Tolbert out because I don't know what he's going to do, and he looks very talented. But I'll say like this, if you were to tell me right now, okay, Gallup is health, Gallup gets healthy, and we can give you Thielen. Yeah, I'm going to take him. Like, and I love Gallup. I raved for Gallup when he came out. But Thielen is something that you need in a number two, and you need in a guy that's not your number one, and that's consistent. He's going to show up every Sunday, and he's going to produce at a high level. Like, he's going to make the defense say, fuck, we either, we, we, man, we got we, we to pay attention to him. Double team be damned. Like, because he will go out there and beat you. Like, he, Adam Thielen will go out there and beat you. But I understand, like, the younger players and potential. Like, I, I fully understand that. But right now, as it stands today, there's not 15 guys playing receiver better than Adam Thielen, All in right. my opinion. We have our opinion. Russ has his, then there's yours. DK All right. Met, DK, Metcalf, <laughs> DK, Metcalf, DK Metcalf had three years, 75, 75 million. I believe it was 75 million. He got yeah. 75. Yeah, DK just uh, resigned. He got his uh, his deal, so hopefully he'll be back at camp. And speaking of camp, there are some training camp battles that will be going going on uh, this uh, training camp. So, out of all these battles that are happening, who is the, who? Wh- which position battle is uh, presenting the more intriguing? The one that that you are most interested in tuning into? Obviously, everybody was going to have eyes on Carolina with Baker Mayfield and Sam. But in you guys' humble opinion, where do you put your money at? Let's go with Sterling first. Baker has to win that starting job, man. I, I think they gave up on Sam Darnold. You traded for Baker Mayfield. You didn't trade much, but you still traded assets for him. And I think Baker probably has the more upside. Baker's a good starting quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He choked that out. He threw that out. I know. Out. I had to, like, qualify that <laughs> shit. Like, he's all right. He's okay. He ain't your franchise future, but, like, for what the Panthers are trying to do, I think he, he has to win that starting job. Or, but you're firing your fucking GM because I don't understand why you have to have those two guys battle it out. But we all uh, – the sports sushi panel thinks Baker's a bitch, which he is. He's I a bitch. I just – all right. I don't think he's a bitch. You I just, said it yourself. We were on this nigga. He has, ten- he, he has tendencies. He has tendencies. That's like trying to take up for your hot girlfriend. He's, like, he's not. Bro, but not, have you seen her? Bro, have you I, seen her? Okay, here's my problem with Baker. Like, you're right. He is that. He's he's just, he's not like anybody's type of guy. But your team, and this is the Browns, your team didn't win any games at all. Then he comes to your team, and you win a playoff game, and you beat your rival twice, retiring one of them. So it's, it's like, it's one of those things like, yes. Like, I don't agree with a lot of the way Baker moves, 
but he's not trash or garbage. Like the nigga's a good NFL quarterback. Yeah. He's a good in but he I believe he is a quote unquote franchise guy, but he's not the guy that will be over the top, win you all your game. He's not that tier one. He's like a franchise guy tier two. He can get it done, but you're gonna need some talent around him that so works. When he works. Would you rather have him or that Prescott? That's not even a question, bro. I have that. <laughs> that's not even a that's, that's not even apples to oranges. That's like apples to paper plates, nigga. Like I'm not eating I'm not eating paper plates, nigga. Nah, bro. Like that's not fair to Baker. Like he's, right. Baker's <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 like Baker's like a little bit better. Like he's like a better version of, of the bearded one. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. He's like hey, a better, that, he's like a better I, version of that. I can see that. I I, I can yeah. see that. Like, where, where Fitzpatrick made mistakes and failed, I think Baker can succeed. But you're not going to like him the entire way. He's not – like, he's literally like the KD of the NFL, but he's not as I good said, as KD. You're, you're, so you're a middling quarterback is what you are. And that's exactly what Baker Mayfield is, a middling quarterback. But a good one, though. Like, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he, honestly, if you put a good enough team around him, he could Trent Dilfer this thing. I'm 100% serious. Oh, like, Lord. I really think that nigga Trent Dilford is not the fucking. Yeah. Trent Dilford didn't do shit but hand the ball off to Jamal Lewis and then let Ray Lewis fucking. And you know what he did? Ed Reed. He found Shannon Sharp when he needed to find him. Yeah. And I think, and he did it enough and consistently enough. <laughs> I just think Baker has more talent than that. I do. No, but I'm saying, that's what I'm saying though. I think he is a better version of a Trent Dilford. If you yeah. want a guy that you want to put out there and tell him, man, don't fuck up. Like, he can go out there and do it. Now, he's dumb as fuck. Like, you don't go out there and try to tackle a guy and tear your labrum and then go out there and play again. You don't do that. Like, his last body of work was shit. Yeah, of course. His fucking arm was shot. Like, he was Bro, fucked up. I'm so happy that you mentioned the labrum because if that ain't the most Madden fucking injury i ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life, dog. Bro. Good niggas got a torn labrum about four to five games. Uh, but can you be honest, though, as far as you look on Baker's side, we have to look at him and say... Decision making, Mike. Like decision making. The reason why you're in Carolina right now is because you went for that fucking tackle, bro. If you yeah. don't tear your shit, your accuracy doesn't go to shit. Because that's one thing he's good at. He's accurate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's very accurate. He tears his shit. His accuracy goes to shit. That's why they want to get rid of you. And the fact that Deshaun Watson is better than you. Let's be honest. Big time. So right. would you rather have Garoppolo or Baker? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, At this, ooh, that's a good You got to answer that. I'm, I'm going to go Baker. I'm going to go I'm, Baker. I am too, because yeah. I believe that in that Super Bowl, if you put Baker in that situation and he has to yeah. make that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, I believe it's on the money. Yeah, I got to go with Baker. I still got to side with Baker. If you, I right. think he can make Yeah, I got to go with Baker. Even though Jimmy's yeah. Jimmy can win games, but he can't win that game. And Baker looks like when he had to play the Steelers and it was like, yo, like this is y'all's quote-unquote Super Bowl right now. Y'all got to beat the Steelers. They've been whooping our ass for literally 19, 20 years. So, like, we got to beat them. And he went out there and did it after the team didn't yeah. win a game. So I got to give him that that edge over Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. And before we move on, other notable position matchups. Everybody knows the quarterback matchup. Seattle, Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett. And this is the one that I was thinking Sterling was going to pick of the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Running back position, David Singletary, Zach Moss, and James Cook. Another running back situation in the same division with the Miami Dolphins, Chase Edmond, Raheem Morris, Sony Michelle. The receiver situation in Dallas, James Washington, and Jalen Can, can I touch on two of those real quick? I'm going to say Buffalo. I think I'll just let James Cook. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah, and let so James like y'all, run. yeah, let James cook, bro. Just tell the other yep, guys. I like, agree. I if you bro. had your chance. Now James Washington Dallas is intriguing. He did practice today. I believe he got a little dinged up, but because his is more of a, we don't need you to be the best receiver ever. But if you can catch the ball, if you could do what Cedric Wilson did, James Washington, and be a little bit better at it, you could be a deadly force in this Cowboys offense. Because James Washington, if you're a Big 12 football watcher, you watch Oklahoma State, you saw him. He was so good, man. He, yeah, he, was... you know, he got the talent. And even watching some of these preseason training camp videos, he still got that burst. But it's all about getting him consistent. And if he can get consistent, I think that's one. It's not necessarily a battle because I think he's a slot guy. And I think Jalen Tobert's going to settle in as the wide receiver number two. But I really think looking at James Washington and just the way that works out for him, I think he has a chance to really improve his stock playing good with the Cowboys. All right. If you tuned in last week, we had a special show about sports movies. And within somewhere in that show, we explored, while talking about the Longest Yard movie, we explored what a real-life Longest Yard team would look like consisting of real-life NFL players that have been in prison. So now we're, <laughs> what we're going to do is that we're going to have a, a sports sushi all prison NFL team draft. So we're going to start it off like this. Each person gets three picks. Obviously, you can't pick somebody that's already been picked. And it's going to go into snake style draft. So we're going to start. So we're going to start. Ask a quick question before we begin. Are they still serving time right now? No, no, no. To go? Just, hey, if you got booked and you got a wish call it, as long as you got the handcuffs put on you and you got a record. Right, we good. Uh, hopefully nobody takes so we're going to do it like this all right so we're going to go with a snake style draft we're going to go with sterling first i'll go second and then russell go last and then russell pick again then me yes. and sterling the sterling myself and then russ all right <laughs> we, we, we can keep track of that because i got confused but i know i get to pick right. back to back all right so you and sterling are going to have the, the back-to-back picks i'm the guy in the middle all right so we go with sterling you have the number one overall pick you are on the clock my boy Oh, man. Damn. That's tough. That's tough. I'm going to... I'm going to have to go with my Patriots, man. My my tight end from the University uh, of Florida. Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. That's a, good, that's a good first overall pick. Hey, first man. overall that's pick, Aaron Hernandez, tight end. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... With my pick, the second, the second and overall all prison draft, I'm gonna go with I'm a trenches guy. All right, I gotta show up the trenches. All right, so I, my pick is shit. Actually, you know what? I gotta hold off on that. We're gonna have to tuck oh, that yeah. one. All right, yeah, yeah. 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 That's in yeah, that card yeah. back. It's in that card back. All right, we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take the obvious thing here. We're gonna go with the offensive position. We're gonna go with Michael Vick with the number two ah. overall pick. All right. I, I think that was going to be, uh, I think that they, I thought he was going to, he was going to fly off the board first, but we're going to give Aaron Hernandez a reliable target and give ourselves some, a lot of options on the ground here. So with the third pick, Russell, who you got, brother? With the third pick, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way since it's only got to be someone that has hit the pin. We, hey, our running back, OJ. OJ mm. is the running back. Point okay, okay. Uh, OJ, and I'm going to say this for the people. OJ is arguably the best running back to ever play the game. He did all that shit that everybody else we love did, and he only played 12 games. But we can continue. All right. So, Russ, you got the fourth pick? Who you got, brother? For the fourth pick, I'm going to go in back door after OJ. Since I got the backfield short up, I don't want you to put nine in the box. So, Henry Ruggs, who is in jail forever. My nigga, yes, you are playing wide receiver for my squad, bro. Y'all, yes, nigga, we own it. We got OJ and Henry Ruggs with back-to-back picks. 
Yeah, yeah, we we yeah, we good. We yeah, we buzzing on this one. All right. So my second pick, the second pick, which was going to be the first one, is going to be offensive guard Nate Newton. Yeah. So that's what we're rolling with with the with the fifth overall pick, Sterling. Who you got for the six? The biggest crackhead of them all, goddamn Lawrence Taylor. Goddamn. Hey man. <laughs> hey. I keep forgetting that Lawrence was a wild boy. LT, man. God damn, wild, wild boy. Hey, man. We're not going to get into what they did, but yeah. All right, yeah. so Sterling got the seventh pick, so who else you picking up, brother? Follow that up with uh, the Christian murderer, Ray Lewis. Damn. Ooh, nigga, you got a, a murderous defense. Hey. <laughs> Ray Lewis at the seventh. Okay. All right, so for my last pick... All right, man. I know we got got a quarterback, but see, I like the guy. We got to spread him out. I'm gonna go with Sam Hurd. Sam Hurd as a my last pick for wide out. I know I could have picked anyone on defense, but hey, King man, kingpin, fifteen yeah. years. I'm uh, trying to move keys like Sam Hurd, dog. Moving birds like Sam Hurd. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and so, as you see, as we got the, as I got it set up, I got the running back. I got the wide receiver. At this point, I'm feeling like anybody can play quarterback for my team. So. I'm going to let that go, and that'd be damned. And my next pick is going to be, hey, I need a tight end, too. And since you got Aaron oh, Hernandez, I'm going to get that guy to join. No. Give me motherfucking Kellen Winslow Jr., no. baby. Nigga, 14 years, and he jacks off in front of grandma, nigga. Uh, but I want him on my team if we in the pen. <laughs> you're not guarding me, man. We got Henry Ruggs. We got OJ. And we got Kellen Winslow. Yeah, my nigga, we going in. No uh, pun intended. <laughs> You think I'm a fucking soldier? You write yeah. that yeah. down. Hey. You write hey. that down. You, you make hey. money off that. I ain't gonna lie. Look at that. This list. All right. So we got first pick tight end Aaron Hernandez. Second pick quarterback Michael Vick. Third pick OJ running back. Fourth pick Henry Ruggs running back. I mean receiver and return guy. Then you got Nate Newton at an offensive line coming in at the fifth. LT at six. Just fucking scary ass. Linebacking core, goddamn, and Ray Lewis at seven. Sam Hurd coming in, being at the big body receiver that's going to act as a possession guy, and Kellen Winslow if we're running a double tight. I think that this offense is a chance. This Super Bowl offense, man. And you know yeah. what? If Mike Vick happens to get hurt, Trayvon Boykin, bring your ass down, nigga. You could come play some football too. All right, man. Help honorable mention to Anthony Smith. He murdered people and kidnapped people, and he got three life sentences. Oh, I, was I got say- one. I got one that's on top of them all, bro. I got oh, one that's shit. on top of them all. I don't know if y'all ready for this, man. Robert Rozier. Y'all ever heard of that this nigga. nigga? You want to talk? This nigga specialized. I don't know. Like, you think Umar Johnson is crazy? This motherfucker is. He admitted to not killing one, but seven quote unquote white devils. This nigga was like, he, he was with nigga, the Yahweh. He was with the Yahweh. Yes, sir. It was a Yahweh <laughs> secret group. <laughs> what brotherhood? And these, these niggas was life. like, I'm killing all the white people. Like Bro. this nigga was they, fucking insane, dog. Did you see the part? Now, did you see the part where they said he killed three motherfuckers off the jump for initiation? <laughs> that nigga was about it. He said, nigga, I want to be in the group, nigga. Yeah. Like, bro, dog. Robert Rose. Bro, Robert and here's the kicker. Here. So Sterling told you all the shit he did. That nigga got out early. That nigga it, killed all the people. It, he got out of jail early. You know what he got his third strike on? 
Nigga, bounce checks, nigga. How stupid. Nigga, that's nigga, the blackest what? thing a nigga Bro, can do. Bro, I'm right sorry. Now. Yes, nigga. I... Hey, my nigga, but no, my nigga, no, my nigga. You can't oh, do God, that. God. You All the shit that Sterling, he killed like seven people. Three was off the jump. Four was later. <laughs> you get out of jail like 20 years early. He did like a bit of 10. He got out mm-hmm. early. And the nigga, you go back for bouncing checks? Yeah, he went. What? He, yeah, he went into Witsick. Yeah, so that's what happened. Dang. Oh, yeah, and he snitched. My bad, he did. Yeah. He snitched. My bad. Yeah, the yeah. reason why he only got, like, 10 his first time around because he snitched. But, like, goddamn. Like, nigga. Like, okay. choices, children, choices. Y'all know, y'all know who Tommy Kane is? No, who is that? So, Tommy Kane, I believe he played for the Seahawks or the Cowboys. Not, I'm a little hairy on that. But Tommy Kane is serving, I don't think he has a life sentence, but this nigga killed his motherfucking wife. Okay, so Kane and his wife, they got into an argument. Old girl says, motherfucker, I want a divorce. He then grabbed her by her hair, dragged her into the kitchen, man, smashed her head against the floor and stabbed her in the fucking neck. Oh, that nigga divorced her from life. Oh, my God. Yes. Damn. That is... That nigga said, you want a divorce? Oh, okay. I'm about to separate you from breathing, bitch. And we got to consider the type of people we bring in the locker room. We don't want to have football's heated sport. You want to get your quarterback stabbed up or you're starting to receive. Now, Robert Robert Rozier cannot be on my team. Nah, my nigga. I don't know about half of you murderers. I know we got Aaron Hernandez as the first overall pick, but hey, man, that that was a talent. All right. As long as you ain't got no gang affiliation, I think you'd be all right. Another person that we left off. We can argue two of the greatest at their position, three of the greatest at their position ever. We got Lawrence Taylor. We got Aaron Hernandez, because I'm not going to lie. If he gets to play, then we don't know who Gronk is. And then yeah, L2. Uh, LT. And, and Ray Lewis. And then, oh, 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 we got Ray Lewis, too. I forgot. And I was going to say, OJ the best running back ever. Y'all yeah. got me fucked up. I'm sorry. All right. We can get uh, that to another show. Yo, OJ yeah, get... is the best running back to ever touch a goddamn football. 12 All games, right. people. Look at the stats. All 12 right. games. We, we forgot Ray Carruth, too. Yeah. Fuck him. You know what? We forgot him because what he did was so bad. It's like, like hard to talk. Yeah, about. but yeah, that nigga's obviously in the worst things to ever do as a football player and go to jail. Yeah, he's That's just not, not better. Than him. If Henry Ruggs wasn't on the team, <laughs> he would have got picked for square bit. All right. All right. Well, that's our show for tonight, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to us. If you're listening on Twitter, please do by joining us on within our Discord chat. You would click the link in the bio on the uh, Twitter, and you could join us anytime. Next week, it will be the 4th of August. Preseason football will be back, so we'll be having a show where we'll be covering. Nigga, you forgot the most important thing about that date, nigga. Next week is going to be the liveest motherfucking show ever. It's going to be on my goddamn birthday. Bitches, my bad, my bad, go ahead. All right, man. Like I was saying, it's a very special day. Um, NFL comes back in the preseason form and Russell's birthday. So we'll be having a, I guess, a virtual celebration for my boy Russ going on. Tune in. I'm be as fuck. Yeah, so please tune in. It's going to be football, Russ's birthday in the month of August. Fantasy. And fantasy. And fantasy football. We got to cover a shit ton of fantasy next week. I'm going to be lit. We're going to be talking about fantasy. I'm cold at fantasy. My homies are here are cold at fantasy. We're going to do something that Boogie's going to describe to you that we're going to do later because I don't think I want to step on his toes again. Yes. (laughs) 
All right, be in the lookout. Tune in with us next week. We'll have a, a lot of announcements to unveil about the uh, the show going forward, some things that we're adding, and tune in to uh, hear about uh, the uh, setups we have for our fantasy football league. I am DJ Slow Boogie. You can find me on all forms of social media, DJ Slow Boogie with the I and the E, not the Y. Sports Sushi, or you can tune in to, not tune in, follow our, our Twitter at Sports Sushi, all one word, and our Instagram at Sports underscore Sushi. Sterling? Yeah, man, you can find me on Twitter at Ferro Sterling. Rest in peace, young Dolph. It was his birthday yesterday. I just want to throw that out yes, there. Sir. That's my dog. Oh, is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. We yeah. should always keep it simple, yeah. Bro, we, we do. I, I know. We should have let you go last, though, because, yeah, man, young Dolph, I'm a, I was a big, I'm a big young Dolph fan myself. But, yo, it's me at Russ, uh, at RL Climb, sportsplug.russ on, or at RL Climb on Twitter, sportsplug.russ. On the uh, thingy, yeah, yeah, okay, we the shit, bro. Bye, bitch. All right, peace, everybody. Tune in with us next week, man. Peace.